Welcome to another edition of the PW Mania Hot Tag Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Justin Steve, joined this week by both my co-host, Cam, and the chairman, Stephen Vincent, as we are here to preview the WWE Royal Rumble taking place this Saturday. So we will talk about the five matches for that show, the build-up to it, and kind of where we're on our way to the uh, to the road to WrestleMania. So it's going to be a pretty WWE-centric show today. Uh, not too much going on in the world of AEW at the moment, so we'll obviously catch up on that in the weeks ahead. But we're here to kind of focus on the Royal Rumble, give some other like Royal Rumble question thoughts from Royal Rumbles of the past, and we'll talk a little bit about what happened. We're recording this on Tuesday night. Uh, then last night, Raw 30 taking place, getting the highest rating that a WWE Raw show has seen in quite some time. I want to get the number accurate here, but I believe I saw it was 2.7 million people that tuned in last night for Monday Night Raw. Um, and that also, of course, you know, if you're into demos, had 0.7 uh, demo for 18 to 34. Yeah, 2.3, I'm sorry, not 2.7, 2.34 million, 0.70 rating. So, I mean, I can't remember the last time they were over 2 million. It just goes to show you when there's no NFL and they have something to hype up like Raw 30, uh, and you can get some people to watch when you trot the legends back out there. Uh, Cam, what were your thoughts if you saw it on Raw 30? I mean, I thought it was it was a pretty good show. You could see the differences between a Triple H booked Raw 30 and what Vince would have done. Like, if Vince booked the show last night, DX would have beat the shit out of Gunther. Like, he would have ate, like, a Bronco Buster. It would have been terrible. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was good use of Legends. You know, nothing too crazy. You know, we'll probably never probably never hear what Undertaker said or didn't say to Bray Wyatt. Maybe just sort of like a you got this type of thing um, for the, the fans to see like, okay, Taker is telling the WWE and the fans what he said like seven years ago, this is the next guy and don't fuck it up. So we'll see what happens from there. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good show. I thought the main event was good. Um, Brock coming back was a nice little surprise. Um, I mean, the steel cage match had to get rushed because of whatever happened with the segments running long and stuff. But overall, I thought it was a really good show. I'd like to think that Undertaker heard that Bray Wyatt was officially getting married to, uh, I think it was JoJo's or something, JoJo, and he was like, uh, just don't get her name tattooed on your on your neck. You'll regret it. Um, I would like to think something like that was exchanged there in between uh, in between their words there. Yeah, I mean, I had fun watching it. It's one of the, like, yeah, I agree with you. It's like, you know, there was a good use of Legends. Uh, you know, the DX segment was funny. Kurt Angle replaced him, Billy Gunn. Uh, when they were looking at him and Kurt looking like he always wanted to say, I always wanted to be in DX. Of course, like one of the sad things from it too is that it looked like Kurt, you know, Kurt looks like a guy that's struggling to walk. Undertaker looked like he was struggling just to get off the motorcycle. And it's like, you see some of these guys now, it's like, oh yeah, uh, this poor business is what it does to them. Uh, yeah, it does suck that Becky and Bailey got cut because the tribal, uh, the trial of champions, the trial of Sami Zayn, excuse me, that segment ran a little bit too long. Um, you know, I never saw there was a little bit of a trend going on last night about the women getting a chance. So, yeah, it sucks for them. Um, I was really looking forward to that steel cage match and not being able to happen sucks. Like you said, yeah, Lesnar returning going after Lashley. I don't know if we're going to get that match before WrestleMania or it's going to be a match that we're going to get at WrestleMania. If we're going to draw it out, maybe the Brock Lesnar Gunther thing isn't happening now at this point. Who knows? Uh, I saw there was a rumor that Stone Cold was offered a match with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, but turned it down. So who knows what that means if Stone Cold's going to wrestle somebody else. Stone Cold's going to wrestle at all. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun watch and definitely different from a legend show of the past where I think it was a good mix 
of using the legends on screen for like important stuff on camera and at the same time you know the other guys like you know your, your irs's your ted DiBiase's, your ron simmons your ddp's getting like in that back segment with the poker game uh what are your thoughts chairman on raw 30 from yesterday i really enjoyed the first hour i thought the trial was well done and then you know you kind of just thought you know it was game over for sammy and if Solo was ready to spike him for Roman, then all of a sudden, Jay of all people wins the bat for him. I mean, we've seen over the last how many months, you know, until he made peace finally, that Jay was kind of the biggest anti-Sammy Zane person in the room. And then all of a sudden, you know, he showed all the reasons why Sammy should stay. And Roman is definitely going to snap here, says he has to prove himself now at uh, Royal Rumble. He never really did detail what that meant. Does that mean he needs Sammy to win the Royal Rumble? Does that mean he needs to take KO out in the match? Um, I mean, there's a lot of what ifs there. I mean, I saw Sami Zayn was on the poster for Elimination Chamber taking place in Montreal next month. I almost feel like Roman Sami's happening there at this point. Nice little match that we'll get before WrestleMania. And then, of course, you know, Sami steps up for Jimmy Uso last night in the tag title match. That was a really good tag team title match, too. You know, against the Judgment Day. And, you know, Dominic, and you know, I've ripped on him countless times, you know, back in his baby face you know but you know he's coming into that role you know of Rhea and priest you know and finn you know it's, it's working it's working i'll admit it i'll admit it you know the match was fantastic you know sammy comes in adam pierce making up rules on the fly like i never heard of that before like you're hurt mid-match you lose the titles too I'm like what what are you yeah, doing, yeah i heard yeah i was like what is he where does that come from <laughs> like you can't make this uh, i guess the worst worst on screen figure ever and there was a computer one time but then, like, I don't know, I think, then, like, you know, the steel cage match didn't happen. That left a lot of sour people in a lot of people's mouths. But yet we had Bianca versus Sonya Deville. It's like, why did you just cut that match? I don't know. I think it's like a bait and switch thing. You know, obviously, maybe, I don't know if they were going to have the match at all. You know, obviously they advertised it. They didn't get cut or was it just a, you know, whatever. I don't know. A lot of people were pissed about that, though, I saw on the internet timelines. And then the rest of the show, I mean, the legend spots were fine. You know, there were some laughs. But I feel like after the first hour, the show really fell off. Maybe it's because there's commercials, too. And, of course, the worst wrestler in the world theory was the main event. And Brock came back. It was predicted. Everyone has called it. You know, so I'm sure Brock and Lashley, they'll probably do it at Mania. But, you know, first hour was fantastic. Some of the legends were nice. Yeah, I've seen when he's taking all the money from Corbin was the freaking best. I was like, yeah, IRS is in the house. Bray Wyatt's daddy. I was wondering where Uncle Howdy was during all that, but. He was he was in the poker game somewhere else. Yeah, poor. I, yeah, IRS. You know that looking at his sons being always more talented than him must be nice for uh, nice for him to see that he's got some family success there, uh, as far as that goes. Yeah, like I said, we we all agree it was definitely a fun show. Definitely different from your nostalgia shows of the past. Uh, so definitely a big plus. It did feel like it wasn't that much of a build to the Royal Rumble there. It seems like they're kind of going with, okay, it's like the Rumble, like, like we talk about every year, it's the Rumble, it kind of sells itself, and that's kind of what you're going to bank on for, and obviously, in the era of the network, you don't really need, obviously, need to worry about selling stuff uh, as much like that. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on uh, that I noticed I saw on uh, Twitter the other day, of course, this, this is rampant speculation, but somebody asked Sean Ross Sapp where he thought the Jay White was going to end up signing. I think we kind of talked about this last week, but he said he put it at 75% chance that Jay White signs with the WWE. Um, like I said, I think Chairman and I talked about this last week, but Cam, what are your thoughts on a potential Jay White uh, going to WWE? 
Well, I know a couple of years ago or so, I feel like we had some sort of segment we did a while back, like years ago, um, like who should come to the NXT type of thing. And I always said Jay White. Um, the guy has that Kenny Omega vibe to him. Like he has that alpha male big match feel where he can be a slithering heel or transition into a pure baby face. We've never really seen that side. I think he, his style, his, everything about him always screamed WWE to me. I think is when AEW first started. I can't remember when we did it, but I always thought Jay White would be a great addition to the WWE. I think he, he streamlines NXT just shoots past that. Whatever. I mean, some people are okay on that show, but NXT is still definitely nowhere near where it used to be. But I think he comes straight to the main roster. Triple H stays in charge of booking. I mean, the, the options are endless for him coming in. Um, yeah, that would be insane, especially everyone would assume he would go to AEW. But if he went from AEW to WWE, I mean, that would be massive, massive, massive. Yeah, I mean, like I said last week, I think Jay White is, like, he's got the WWE look. He's tall. He's, you know, shredded. He's, I think, still young. And like somebody said, if he wants to bank on himself and go ahead and sign with the WWE for three or four years, like, his contract, I've seen people saying, like, he'd still only be, like, 32 33 by the time that contract would come up and it's one of those things where if you were go there and you know things don't work out he could just leave and still be young enough to get another contract from somebody um but yeah i think triple h probably looks at him and sees a guy i mean i've been a huge jay white fan now for years i slowly turned the corner on him when he was first coming up in new japan and i thought he really came into his own a few years ago He's got like a, like you said, a slow, methodical main event style that works. Uh, I think he would get over well as a heel. I would hope he'd be able to keep his name like Nakamura did when he came over from uh, WWE. But yeah, I mean, there's no way he's going Triple H's world running things. He's not going to NXT. I could see him coming. Like I said, he's got that loser leaves Japan match in a few weeks. Um, so you could see him losing that and maybe going. I mean, he could be, I don't know if you'd rush him to WrestleMania, but if you want to go back to being huge surprises the night after WrestleMania, I mean, boom, there you go. Jay White is right, right there for you. Uh, you got anything to add, Chairman? Yeah, I mean, he's 30 years old. I mean, he's just getting into his prime now. I mean, he could pull basically what AJ Styles did, you know, seven years ago, if my timeline's right, you know, just showing up at the Royal Rumble this weekend unannounced, like people would lose their shit. I mean, this would be huge. Um, I don't know if that's in the cards or not. I don't know if he's still doing New Japan. I don't know what's going on there, but that would be big. That'd be a statement. But I mean, I think there's no reason why, you know, he can't be in WWE at some point this year. I think he, the WWE landscape is better. And like you guys said, you know, he could skip NXT. I mean, NXT is way developmental now. I mean, Jay White's way above that. He's a former IWGP world champion. Like, that dude don't need to be in NXT. He could go right to Raw or SmackDown and kill it. Yeah, I don't think his – I think his Loser Leaves Japan match is until after the Royal Rumble. I think it's actually the weekend after. So I'd be stunned if you showed up at the Royal Rumble. But, yeah, I mean – It'd be awesome if he did, but I think New Japan wouldn't be happy, so who knows. But apparently I saw there was talk, too, that they tried to get AJ Styles to go over to New Japan for something, but that talks for that fell through. So, I mean, yeah, he's got ready-made fuse with other leaders from the Bullet Club and AJ Styles and Finn Balor. I mean, you can just play off the history right there. There's a plenty of that just to start to get the crowd introduced to Jay White for those of them that don't know him. Know him. And I think, like I said, I think he would get over almost instantly as a heel with his slimy, you know, kind of dickhead-like stuff. And I 
totally would look forward to it, even though I'm sure everybody and like all the internet people would rather see him stay in New Japan or go to uh, AEW. So that's a little bit behind the scenes stuff as far as uh, WWE goes. Like I said, we're really not here to touch much on AEW this week. It's going to be focusing all on WWE in the in the build up to the Royal Rumble taking place this Saturday. Uh, I'll ask you, Chairman, first. What is your excitement level going into the show? I mean, I'm excited for the Royal Rumble, but I'm kind of just going through the notions. I'll watch it. I mean, I'm actually happy they didn't announce a lot of the entrances this year for once. Like in past years where like they announced literally like 28 out of 30 entrants. I'm like, this sucks. We thrive on the surprises. And I was, you know, a little disappointed they announced Cody early. Sure, we all expect him to be in there. But at the same time, I've heard something that there's more surprises to come. So that gets me a little bit excited, not going to lie. I mean, the men's and the women's Royal Rumble matches, they're, they're highlights of my wrestling calendar year, so I'm invested. And I'm sure the matches will be good too, but I'm not expecting, you know, anything crazy. Royal Rumble never really does. But, you know, the, the Royal Rumble matches itself, that's where the road to WrestleMania starts in my book. So I am definitely ready to watch those go down. Yeah, I think I saw one of the, one of the insiders on Twitter basically saying that they're happy with the surprises they have lined up already. So that's why they felt like it was okay to go ahead and announce Cody as being back in the Royal Rumble early because they liked what they had going in. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you. It's one of those things where I'll have my normal Royal Rumble party with my friends uh, that no one really watch. But they'll come and watch the Rumble and we'll gamble on uh the numbers we'll each have we'll each get a select group of numbers we'll put like normally a dollar down on it and then whoever wins the pot between like the 10 or 11 of us gets it so that always makes things a little bit more interesting uh but yeah it's always the one event a year i can always get the majority of my non-wrestling fans to watch because they just like the idea of the rumble so much so i look forward to that but yeah as far as bill goes like i said we, we didn't even get our traditional everybody brawls in the ring to set up the royal rumble match itself on raw on monday so i guess we still have smash down for it but that's a that's your number one sign that vince isn't in charge anymore is that we did not get that segment of everybody coming out and throwing everybody over the top rope so that's that's to me that's the big thing that shows you that vince is nowhere near creative uh what about you cam what are your uh what's your excitement level going into the rumble i mean i feel pretty good about it i think it's going to be a good show i think we're we're moving into you know triple h's first wrestlemania is in control um I kind of feel like all the rumors a couple weeks ago of who knows what was kind of everything kind of felt up in the air has kind of gone away. It was just a lot of hype. Um, You still see that in the booking. I think Triple H has done a pretty decent job of everything. Um, I'm excited to see whoever he has helping him book the rumble, um, what they have planned. I mean, you guys touched on it. The fact that uh, they felt comfortable enough just to straight up announce Cody coming back at the rumble because they felt good about their other surprises leads me to believe that there's going to be, I mean, at least a couple of bigger angles. Um, maybe The Rock is coming. You know, he's downplayed it, saying that he couldn't have get the shape. And I was like, I call bullshit on that. Dude, you're like in the gym every day on Instagram, so you can you can hit you can hit a, the the treadmill for for 30 minutes for the next couple of weeks, months, and then you'll be you'll be fine, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, I mean that that kind of leads me to believe that. But then the question becomes, does Roman beat Kevin Owens clean? And then um, it's Roman versus the rock for the title or, you know, something tells me hopefully maybe just completely fantasy booking, completely high hopes that somehow some way Kevin Owens beats Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn wins the Royal Rumble and it's Sammy versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania is the main event. 
that would just be the ultimate middle finger to, to Vince. All right, so yes, yeah, so we got five matches here to get into. Let's start with the match. We don't even know what exactly is happening with it yet. It is the um, the blackout match between Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight. Uh, nobody knows what this match is yet. I've said a couple times on the show that I'm of the belief that I could see it being something along the lines of like a blindfold match, like between uh, Rick Martel and Jake Roberts that they had at WrestleMania 7. Um, I just hope it's not like I've heard some people say it could be a cinematic match, which I don't think would be good for a live audience. So who the hell knows? Um, but I mean, the one thing I said going into this few dives when this first started, I said, man, L.A. Knight and Bray Wyatt, it's just a weird pairing. And I don't get why they're kind of doing this. And then as this feud has gone on, I think L.A. Knight's actually gotten really comfortable, really good in his role. And I think he's ex- you know, getting an exposure that he probably didn't have. Before this, and getting over with the crowd with his mic work, with his yeah thing, and even last night you were getting that, and just, it's actually, I think, been a positive for him that he's been able to get all this TV time leading into the Royal Rumble, and like I said, whoever thought, you know, just typical Vince thinking that the best thing they could do with LA Knight was being a fucking manager for the Maximum Male Models when he's got all this charisma and presence and mic work that he can use to get over like he's been doing in this feud. Now, with that being said, I'm fully expecting Bray Wyatt to win this match. But uh, like I said, as a positive for this view, I think it's done a tremendous job helping get L.A. Knight over to the newer audience who's not used to him. So uh, as much as I've just hyped up L.A. Knight, I'm going with Bray Wyatt to win this match. Uh, Who are you going with, Chairman? Yeah, I don't see a path where L.A. Knight wins the match. And I think he'll be fine. Otherwise, you know, long-term, you know, some people say losses hurt people, but I think LA Knight has enough charisma, you know, he can get himself back, you know, into the fold real quick, no problem. And, you know, I'm hoping that this is kind of one and done with the pitch black Mountain Dew match and they move on. I don't know what the hell Bray Wyatt will move on to. Who knows? Maybe he'll challenge the underbiker for a motorcycle race at WrestleMania. I don't know, but, um, you know, Ellie Knight can definitely move on to something, you know, definitely. So we'll see if someone can match his uh, verbal, you know, trash talking. Maybe him and the Miz can hook up. I don't know. He's not doing much anymore except for getting beat up by KO. But, um, yeah, I'm going to say Bray Wyatt wins. And I had a bottle of Pitch Black Mountain Dew today, and it's still disgusting as I remembered. I'm not a fan. Ugh, yeah, I can't remember the last time I touched a thing of Mountain Dew. Uh, does Pitch Black, what does it even taste like, Pitch Black Mountain Dew? Uh, grapes, and it's not that good. Oh, God. Oh, okay, yeah, good. at least I knew to avoid that now. Uh, yeah, the Flaming Hot was better than that. Oh, there was Flaming Man, Mountain Dew's, jeez, man, Mountain Dew's just out there. That's one of the funniest things, and whenever I did get some friends to watch wrestling, they always be like, why the hell are there Mountain Dew pops on the table, the announce tables that nobody's drinking? I'm like, I'm guessing nobody probably wants to drink that shit, but they need to have it in front of the camera because they're getting paid big money by Mountain Dew for it to be out there. But, ugh, all right, who are you going with here, Cam? Yeah, Pepsi's shelling out that big money to try to keep that crap product alive. Um, I have a problem with the only match that has a sponsorship is the fucking Bray Wyatt match. I mean, it's Bray Wyatt. Why does Bray Wyatt's match need to have a sponsorship, let alone a corporate sponsorship that he's, like, all against? And it, it's it's bad. You could have sponsored the Royal Rumble. It could have been, like, Mountain Dew Pitch Black presents Royal Rumble or whatever. Why do you have to put it on the Bray Wyatt match? It, it's just one of those little weird details where I'm like, I get it. It's a pitch black match or whatever. 
use the Mountain Dew. Like, I swear to God, if one of them, if L.A. Knight drinks Mountain Dew and, like, spits in Bray Wyatt's face, I'll just die of laugh- laughter. Um, I assume it's going to be some sort of, like, lights-out match, no non-sanctioned match <clears throat> that AEW does, that other promotions, <clears throat> excuse me, have done. It'll just be a match, and if they continue the feud, L.A. Knight can be like, you know, I never technically lost to you, blah, blah, blah. Um, I wonder more or less not about who wins the match, but the development of the Bray Wyatt character. Do we get another character? Does <clears throat> Uncle Howdy reveal himself? Um, I mean, there's a lot going on here. I mean, at some point, we do need to get a little bit more character. Um, I do not want to see Bray versus LA Knight at WrestleMania. I think Bray deserves something a little bit more of notes, even though obviously he won't be in the, let's call it the top four matches, two on each night. But as long as his match is somewhere... That's not, I mean, nothing against LA Knight's done great. I agree with you, Justin. I think last night he was way more over than I thought he was going to be, as, as the, especially as a heel. I mean, his, his mic work is great. I mean, yeah, I mean, thank God Triple H has been like, no, dude, we could use you as that mid-card heel that will take losses for all the guys coming up. He looks good doing it. Um, Bray White wins the match. But, yeah, I'm more or less worried about what kind of, of character development we'll see and maybe a sign of a, an opponent for Bray Wyatt as we get to, you know, WrestleMania. Yeah, we definitely talked about that last week, Chairman and I, about how it's just like, okay, it's been so long, and you just got this Bray Wyatt thing and Uncle Howdy, and he's not really wrestling, and now he's finally got his first match here. But, yeah, I mean, there's definitely got to be some kind of added development to his character, and they've teased a little bit of it with this next match we'll talk about, the Raw Women's Championship match with Bianca Belair going up against Alexa Bliss. Well, Alexa Bliss gave a weird promo last night where she was talking into a mirror. At least she didn't turn around to reveal like the Firefly Funhouse logo on the back of her chair or something like that. Um, but Alexa's getting kind of more of a serious heelish promo. She's not, uh, or character, I should say, not promo, but uh, she's getting kind of, like I said, more serious. She's turning to a darker side, but she says she's doing it without uh, the help of Bray Wyatt or Uncle Howdy or anything like that. Oh, and that, that's why that, that was the second thing that I mentioned last week on the show that came back. I said they should be better, they might be better off doing the Firefly Funhouse with Bray Wyatt, and they did it for that one segment. That's what it was. Um, uh, Chairman, I'll go to you, you here for first here. Your thoughts on the match and who do you got winning? Well, if Alexa Bliss is truly going back to heel, she needs to get rid of the Avril Lavigne uh, bubblegum pop sounding theme. Like, it doesn't work. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's Royal Rumble. I don't. I mean, I if I wanted to deep dive, and someone probably has, like how many times a title has actually changed hands at the Royal Rumble, like a major title, like, you know, men's or women's championships. It, it, it can't be very high. Like, Bianca Belair is going into WrestleMania as champion. Like, I don't see them pivoting now, especially for Alexa Bliss. Um, this All this loss is going to do is basically turn Alexa more to the dark side, and maybe she'll bring Lily back and Firefly Funhouse. Who knows what's going to happen? But I, I don't see any scenario here to say that Alexa's going to win. I'm taking Bianca Belair. Easy money. While you were talking, I was racking my head through the early Royal Rumbles that I'm probably like to call, like to call myself an expert on them. Uh, the only times I could think of them changing going into Mania season was 97 when Shawn Michaels beat Sid, and then 99 when The Rock beat Mankind. And after that, I'm blanking at like 2003, 2004 after that. But those are the only two I can think of between 
when it started and like 2003, 2004. So early rumbles have very rarely obviously changed. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you going into these later ones, but I got a feeling they might not have changed much either. Um, Cam, who are you going with in this one? I, I was trying to Google it um, real quick about WWE title changes. Um, I mean, I just sort of touched on it. I mean, I the ultimate cool thing here would to have Roman have the Rock come back and kind of inadvertently cost Roman the match. Oh, we're talking about the women's match. Sorry. Oh, the WWE title changes. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got two top. We got two to- uh, topics there mixed uh, mixed up a little bit. Yeah. Okay, that's why. Okay. So we're talking about Alexa uh, Bliss and Bianca Belair. That's what it was. Okay. That's why I got confused because we're still talking about Bray. Okay. Sorry. I mean, if you see Alexa officially side with Bray, you could make an argument that Alexa could win the match. But if they weren't having taken the title off Bianca, any other time I don't see them doing it for Alexa. I mean, at some point, Bianca's going to need a big time match at Mania. Right now, we talked about a few weeks ago, the women's card is still kind of up in the air. So who really knows? what's what right now for the women's title matches. Um, I would expect Bianca would be getting a big time match at Mania. She's deserved it. So yeah, I'll take Bianca here. Okay, yeah, so the first... Oh my god, I can't believe... Oh my god, I'm an idiot. I can't believe I forgot. I called myself an expert on the early World Rumbles and completely forgot about Sergeant Slaughter beating the Ultimate Warrior at the 91 Rumble. Uh, I guess because I don't think of the Rumble being... The title being defended that much. Uh, so if I'm going off this article that I'm to believe I found, so that one I mentioned... We all forgot the worst one of all time when CM Punk lost to the rock. Ugh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That one's on this list. Yeah. So if you take away the, so there's it has nine listed and if you take away the two rumble matches, uh, you also have edge beating Jeff Hardy, uh, at the Royal rumble 2009 when Matt Hardy turned on Jeff, uh, yep. John 2006 when John Cena beat edge after edge cashed in money in the bank at the pay-per-view earlier. Um, also have oh, come on come on computer Our computer's going a little slow here but so yeah the royal rumble one i mentioned uh john cena beating aj styles in 2017 and like you said the rock beating cm punk and then yeah that's that i named the other two earlier so that's it so obviously it is not a common occurrence for the tough change hands at the royal rumble um yeah, I'm going to go with you guys here, too. Uh, make it a, a three-way here. So we got Bianca, all three of us agreeing. Um, yeah, I mean, this new kind of character with Alexa Bliss is interesting, but I don't think Alexa Bliss is the person that you want carrying the title into WrestleMania. It's like she's a fine, like, you know, mid-cardish woman, but uh, she's not really somebody that can carry a match or she hasn't had a big, a, a big of a year as Bianca has. And you can't just go ahead, I think, and put the title on Alexa right away here without, you know, with her being very, like, not not around as much in the year and not doing as much overall. So I'll go ahead and make it Bianca as well. Um, that leads us to our undisputed universal title match with Roman Reigns defeating Ke- or Roman Reigns fighting Kevin Owens, excuse me. Uh, where I feel like KO has kind of been, I mean, KO has gotten his moments on SmackDown last Friday. He stunned the entire bloodline, got the better of Roman Reigns at, when Sammy was too late getting out there. So that's what caused the trial of Sammy Zayn this past Monday on Raw. Uh, but I'll go to you, Cam, for first on this one. Who are you going with? I know you guys are calling it that Roman Reigns is beating Kevin Owens. I mean, if we're betting on it, and Justin knows firsthand I'm not too good at that anyways, um, the smart money would be on Roman Reigns. Um, but, you know, 
with the rumors of saying, oh, The Rock's not going to be there now, blah, blah, blah. And the fact that Melter's reporting on it means they're just feeding Melter bullshit because no one, no one outside of fucking Chris Jericho and the Young Bucks like that guy. Um, that, I mean, there's an outside chance that The Rock shows up, maybe costs Roman the match inadvertently or something, maybe distracts Roman because he shows up late and tries to be funny or something and somehow some way Kevin Owens wins and we get Kevin Owens versus I mean even if Roman wins the title back if we just get Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn in Montreal for um the you know a couple of week or a couple of shows before WrestleMania I will just like literally go insane I think the entire planet would go insane um even AEW marks would go insane but I'm gonna I'm gonna assume Roman wins here but Sami somehow gets involved and it's all going to get colluded, and it's all going to soil over. And Sammy's going to like eliminate Solo from the Rumble or something. And at some point, it's all going to come to a head in the next few weeks. I'm pretty excited. And if The Rock doesn't show up, and it ends up being just Cody versus Roman, I mean, no disrespect to Cody, but I feel like it's sort of a letdown. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, I played my hand there a little bit when I was introducing the match. But, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pick Roman to win here, too. I mean, outside, it almost feels like KO is an afterthought in this whole story, even with the the one-upsmanship he got this past uh, Friday on SmackDown. But, I mean, it's like he's going to play a part in, obviously, all of it because Sammy's involved. But it feels like it's Roman, Sammy, and, you know, the whole bloodline. And, like, KO is also there to tag along. Uh, you know, and it could be, you know, who knows, you know, KO and Roman. Or we talked about this a couple of for numerous weeks, KO and Sammy against Usos at WrestleMania, main eventing one of the nights. Uh, so you have the possibility there. Uh, I think he needs to get a little bit more involved. I mean, like, I like KO, I like him, I think he's really good, but I just don't think he's the guy to end Roman's reign at this point when he already had a chance to earlier, I bet it two Royal Rumbles ago, I think, at this point. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and pick Roman to retain here. And who are you going with, Chairman? Yeah, I mean, the stats are there. It's just not going to happen. I I like KO. I got nothing against KO. But like you just said, Justin, they ran this match at the Royal Rumble two years ago. And a lot has changed in two years, of course, we know. And obviously, Sami Zayn, bloodline ties, makes the story a little more different this time around. But I personally would have liked to see Sheamus in this spot against Roman Reigns. You know, Sheamus has come on, you know, as a babyface the last few weeks to win the crowd's respect, you know. You know, it's just, you know, him and Drew got the relationship, you know, they've had the run-ins of the bloodline as well. And obviously, Sheamus has beaten Roman Reigns before for the title. I think that could have been cool if they would have ran of that. But unfortunately, that's not what we're getting this time. And, and there's nothing wrong with KO. I'm totally fine with this story, too. I just think it would have been nice to have somebody else new that hasn't been involved in this historic title reign of Roman Reigns. I don't think Sheamus has challenged Reigns in this title reign, whereas KO did two years ago, but Roman's going to win. And I think the Royal Rumble will almost tell us who might finally dethrone him. All right, and that'll take us into both Royal Rumble matches. We'll start with the women, where out of 30 participants, there are only seven women announced. There is... Liv Morgan, there's Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zelina Vega, and Emma. So obviously there's no damage control announced, so I'm assuming they'll be in it. No Becky announced, so I'm assuming she'll be in it. Um, you know, just pretty much half the women's roster that isn't like isn't announced for the show. You're Lacey Evans. Uh, I don't even know who am I missing. Like, um, 
I got I'm blanking on all the rest of the women in this well, division. Michelle McCool has been ruled out. She said she was not invited this year. Ah, oh darn it. Okay. I mean, Asuka, who hasn't been around for a while, she can always re-debut uh, coming in there. You got people possibly coming up from NXT who obviously they could get women to fill in there. Uh, so, you know, obviously there's still a lot to do here. And like I said, I'm sure there's going to be uh, some surprises uh, when it comes to the women involved, I mean, I don't know what kind of surprises. I don't really think there's, I mean, maybe you could get Mickey James to show up again, consider I know she's doing her retirement tour. Maybe you get it in agreement there. Um, I don't know what other big possible names are out there for women. I mean, I doubt Sasha shows up. I guess if you consider her big, Naomi could show up. Um, you know, I guess Ronda Rousey's out there. Sorry, chairman, but she's a possibility of somebody that could be out there too. Um, so I don't, excuse me. I mean, to me, I think the odds on favorite is Rhea Ripley. Uh, you know, she's been kind of getting built up to this as the, uh, you know, like the alpha of, of her group there, uh, judgment day. Oh, wow. I blinked on the name there, but there's really been nobody else position wise. I mean, Becky's kind of not really talked about it. And, you know, the talk to, you know, Beck, there's no more Becky Ronda and Ronda's not champ anymore. And you do be Bianca Becky again at WrestleMania. Do you do uh, Becky Charlotte again at WrestleMania? I don't think so. Um, that's why I think you look at Rhea Ripley and there's history between her and Bianca. There's history between her and Charlotte. Uh, there's just, you know, a lot of possibilities there for her to pick as far as championship goes where either one would make sense. So, and she's definitely somebody that's deserved it with the work she's done over the last year helping get Dominic Mysterio over and her wrestling has been limited enough where she's kind of almost fresh to this point where it's, you know, she's well rested for a potential big WrestleMania match. So I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley simply because I think the options aren't that great uh, for somebody to win this year. And I think she benefits the most from possibly winning. So I'll go ahead and pick Rhea Ripley to win the women's Royal Rumble. Who are you going with chairman? I mean, anyone that listens to this podcast knows I'm on the Rhea Ripley bandwagon. I'm the one driving this mofo, so I'm picking her. I mean, we've talked about this time and time again, you know, and her and Bianca, they got the history, and, you know, they had the run-in, you know, a few months ago, and I got all excited. So I feel like this is her ticket to get there. Now, of course, maybe she throws a curveball and goes after Charlotte. I mean, they've had a run-in a couple years ago at Mania as well. I mean, but, yeah, you, you mean – Obviously, we know, like, the people, like, you, you ran them all off, Justin, the, the people like the Becky Lynch's, the Bailey's, you know, they're going to be in it. You know, maybe Liv Morgan, you know, shows up and strikes lightning again, you know. And then, of course, you know, you never know. Maybe Manny Rose will come back. You know, that would be exciting. Or Lundra Blaze will come in and she'll win the title at Mania and then throw it in the trash. I mean, there's so many possibilities. Maybe we get – um the two girls from Toxic Attraction, maybe um, Cora Jade or Roxanne Perez from NXT make a show stop. I mean, maybe Naomi comes back. I mean, I don't know. It, it, there's 30 women that got to get in that ring, but Rhea Ripley to me, I can't see anyone else right now. All right, who are you going with, Cam? Yeah, I think Rhea's going to have that uh, that Kane, that uh, Roman Reigns type of Royal Rumble where that she eliminates... 14, 15, 16, 17 people, and then is the winner. I mean, I think that the best thing they could do right now, I mean, I, 
I assume their big big return is going to be Naomi. I assume Naomi makes it to the final four, maybe even the final two with with Rhea, and that'll get her some some more heat added on top that she eliminates the returning Naomi after being gone for so long. Um, so I think I read a report today that Nia Jax is coming back to the Royal Rumble. So oh god, the final three could be Nia Jax, Naomi, and Rhea Ripley, and Rhea Ripley wins. Um, I think she's has to win it right she deserves it i think that she's earned it i think that her getting a marquee match at wrestlemania this year and not just being involved in assuming ray and dominic's match i mean if it's on different nights then she could do it but i think she deserves to have a main event match oh man nia jackson naomi in the final three if kill me now um, it's not something that i want to see just why don't you just add lana tunes lana can be in the final four um, and I've seen her, she's been talking up the WWE lately too, so I wouldn't be surprised to see her make an appearance there as well. Um, so that brings us to the men's Royal Rumble match. They have 15 people announced at this point. One of them, though, on this page is Kofi Kingston, where it says he announced in December. I don't know if that's still a thing, because now Kofi is an NXT Tag Team Champion, so who knows if he's still going to be in there. But Kofi, Santos Escobar, Ricochet... Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, Rey Mysterio, Gunther, Cody Rose, Osmosis Jones, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Karrion Cross are 15 of the 30 men announced so far. Uh, so about half the field, I'm sure obviously there'll be other people from the roster. There'll be other surprise men that show up there as well. Um, I'll go to you, Chairman, first. Who do you got winning the Men's Royal Rumble? You heard it here first. This is big. Veer is coming back and winning the Royal Rumble. Oh, God. What are the odds of that on FanDuel? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, uh, if I can be serious for a minute, I mean, I like that there's a lot of guys not, you know, announced. So we can speculate all day. Like, Rock Stone Cold would be crazy. You know, guys like Edge or Randy Orton, who I haven't seen in a while, they could come back. You know, Riddle's been gone for a while, too. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Maybe Big E makes a big return. He's been out forever. I mean, it's crazy. Maybe Roman Reigns enters it himself and runs the table, because why not? That's a Roman Reigns thing to do. You know, Logan Paul might come back, Johnny Knoxville, Bad Bunny. I mean, it, it's crazy. Like, this is, this is so crazy. Like, how many people could be in the Royal Rumble itself? I think that's more exciting than who's going to win because it looks like Cody's probably going to win. I mean, Cody or The Rock. I mean, Rock will probably come in at 30 if he does come in and then everyone will lose his shit or it's going to be Cody. I, I mean, it's goes back to what Cam said before. Rock's in the freaking gym fucking bulking up, man. Like, he, he, he ain't taking no days off. I mean, between the young Rock appearances, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just don't see how you can do WrestleMania at this point. The Rock match has been talked about for years. Cody's kind of the backup. Because everybody wants the story, you know. And of course, you know, the Rhodes, you know, they got a whole history of wrestling, you know, of their family too. So, I mean, it kind of works itself out in a way. You know, Seth Rollins is probably a dark horse. I mean, Rollins and Reigns would be cool to do a main event. I think Rollins would be a great main event. You know, never had one before. I don't count the main event cash in since that wasn't, you know, announced. You know, I mean, those are probably the three I would probably pick. You know, same as going to be cool. We've talked about it, you know, but yeah, I, I'm going to say Cody's going to win. I just, I don't know. I just can't see anything else. Hell, I've heard Stone Cold's going to fight Roman Reigns too, which would be really weird. 
but anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. That's right. That, that, that man, Vince McMahon, has won a Royal Rumble, too. So who knows? He's a foil, former Royal Rumble winner that could possibly enter it as well. Um, who are you going with, Cam? I mean, I'm more interested in who would, who's going to be like our final five. Um, you can make a case for a lot of guys. I mean, if you go Cody, Brock. I mean, if you go Brock in the final five, then you can't exclude Lashley. But I have a feeling those two are going to end up eliminating each other somewhere towards the middle or not the middle, maybe towards like the end-ish where they're like the last seven, last eight, and those guys end up just beating the crap out of each other and eliminating each other. Um, I think that's the clear path for Brock as we talk about WrestleMania. I mean, I would love him versus Gunther. I think that would be freaking fantastic. But, you know, Gunther has to take the win there. He can't get treated like shit like he did at Survivor Series a few years ago. Um uh, yeah, so I'm really curious to see who the last five are going to be. Sammy, Seth, Cody. I mean, the possibilities are there. <clears throat> I mean, almost to me that if, if it ends, Brock comes back and if it's Rock Roman, it doesn't need to be for the belts. And if it's for the belts, and I, it it's fine, but at the same time, it's not. Because if you have Roman lose to Kevin Owens, you know, that night, and then Roman could just be pissed. And you could set up the rock match that way. And then you could go a lot of different ways. You know, then you have two title matches. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I'm not in control of this situation because it's a hard decision to make, but at some point, I mean, trip Roman's got to lose those titles. <clears throat> I mean, hell, you could even make an argument for solo Sokoa to be in the last five and kind of teasing it. Like, you know, I want this title. Like, I love you, Roman. I love the bloodline, but I want to be WWE champion one day. So there's a lot of interesting possibilities and we're glad Vince isn't in charge. Cause it would end up being like Sheamus or fucking Brock or Lashley and everyone would be pissed, but you know, it's a brand new day. So we'll see. So who exactly is going to be your pick? Oh yeah. I never picked anybody. <laughs> Crap, man. I mean, it's so hard because I don't know. I mean, Cody is the favorite. You could see Cody coming back and winning the rumble, but I could also see Seth eliminating him because losing the rumble isn't the worst thing. It depends on what, what they want to book for you for going into mania um crap man i do not know i'm gonna say Sami Zayn wins the royal rumble okay yeah i mean like you said i agree there's it's one of those rumbles where there's not i mean i guess you could say cody is the clear-cut favorite but like you said you can make stories for other people in here you can make a story for Sami Zayn. you could make a story for seth rollins who fought roman reigns last year at the royal rumble and i think is the only person to not lose to him via pinfall this year if i remember correctly in a, or in 2022 via, in a singles match so there's that story right there um like I said, you could have The Rock be a surprise entrant and be somebody that is, you know, possible for, you know, winning. But I'm with you. I'm with you, Cam. I don't think The Rock and Roman Reigns is something that should be for a title. It doesn't need to be for a title. Um, so there's that there to play off of, too. Uh, like you said, I mean, like hell, you can make a story for somebody like Sheamus or a Lashley. I mean, like there's stories that could be made for these people here. And uh, like, well, like you said, Triple H, like you said, I'm glad I'm not booking this. And like the Triple H said last night, hey, guys, this booking thing isn't as easy as you make it as it looks like. You know, he can't just be Teddy Long and come out there and make a tag team match play. He's got to actually put pen to paper and book this stuff. But um, I mean, 
it's you got to remember that Cody was pretty over as a babyface when he left. And, you know, it's one of those things where you could be worried about the possibility of, you know, rejection from Cody because the crowd wants Sammy. But it's a situation where I think Cody is, I don't want to say as loved as Sammy Zayn, but Cody, you know, has has enough following where I don't think he's, he's not somebody that's instantly hated. Like when Batista came back and it was a total, oh, this is a total Vince McMahon move. Um, so I, I don't think Cody would get as much ill will from the uh, from the audience if he were to uh if he were to win this match uh and like you Sami Zayn is on the elimination chamber poster so who knows there I mean you could see a scenario where Sami wins and then Sami's got to fight the entire bloodline inside the elimination chamber in order for Roman to allow him to fight or something like that there's just so many stories with all these different people here but I am going to go ahead and go with Cody Rhodes winning uh, the Royal Rumble here. I think as much as I'd love to see Sami Zayn be the person to go ahead and win uh, this match and fight Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble, I don't think it is something that, you know, it's not something where he's like, he looked, I don't want to say he doesn't, not that he doesn't look like a star, but I just think that's not something they want to be their top match, even though it'd probably be the top match for their diehard audience. Uh, and like you said, there's Stone Cold that's out there. There's The Rock. Uh, guy, hey, who knows? Hulk Hogan was on Raw 30 last night. Hulk Hogan's probably like, brother, dude, you know, me and Roman could, like, could main event WrestleMania, brother. And we could go out there and, you know, you know put leg drop, one, two, three, uh, and Roman Reigns streak, you know, making up for not ending Goldberg streak when I had the chance, dude. Uh, that, I'm sure Hulk was probably whispering that to some people last year. And hell, you know, even as I'm sitting here and I got the TV on mute, I see a John Cena Experian commercial. Who knows what John Cena's doing for, uh, for WrestleMania this year? You can make a story for John Cena and Roman Reigns, but... I think in the end, as much as I've just been talking about all this stuff here, I'm going to go ahead and pick Cody Rhodes to win the Royal Rumble. Uh, they've done a decent job of hyping him up. And I guess if you can't get The Rock to show up, and if we're going to believe these reports, like Cam said, who knows who what to believe anymore. I think Cody is their next option. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Cody Rhodes to win uh, the men's Royal Rumble here. So... That is our Royal Rumble preview uh, for this week. We will be back next week to recap everything that happened at the Royal Rumble. And we'll also be back to talk about a little bit more about AEW and talk about where they've come over the last few weeks. If there's any more interesting stories for them leading into Revolution next month. So from my co-host Cam and the chairman Stephen Vincent, I am Justin C. signing off and we will talk to you guys next week.